Hello, small group leaders and hosts. Happy Sunday night for us. I'm really excited because I have power small group duo leader coach <laughs> with Brandy and Rob Wamsley Woo-hoo. here. Yep. Hello. How is your small group going, guys? Our small group is going really well. How's it going, babe? I think it's going great. It's what Josh told me. Yeah. (laughs) Somebody's been at work the first two weeks, so he'll actually get to attend this week. But we are a large group, but we have already made amazing connections. Like God is really doing some great stuff in our group, and we are so excited for this year. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I am excited for you guys, and thank you for being here. So we're just going to jump right in for you guys so that we can do a quick podcast. We had 46 listens last week. So thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. We're here to help you. Rod was a rock star and did that podcast for us. So here we go. Jumping in. All right. Hey, guys, uh, just a couple of announcements. So we don't do memberships at Crosspoint. What we do are partnerships. And we happen to have a class coming up on October 2nd from 10 to 12. And if you want to know a little bit more about Crosspoint, get in there a little bit deeper about what we believe, our mission, our vision, and get to know some people and make some connections, come to that class. So Sunday, October 2nd from 10 to 12. Yeah, that's this Sunday. So coming up real soon. And then the next thing we're going to talk about is our jack-o'-lantern jamboree yeah we're so excited to do that yes Yes, so that's on saturday october 30th but right now we only have three small groups that have said yes and one who has said no and by the way if you cannot make it as a small group you can still donate candy so that's a way that you can still help but we need small groups to sign up because this is how this is going to be successful and there's a competition out there if you didn't know and uh, well and i will say the group that signed up first was the group that won last year so good yeah to that group couple of things with announcements guys the partners class we really want you guys to hit that in your announcements and then with the jacqueline and jamboree this is a great time for you guys to have a go night but also isn't it fun oh it's so much fun it's a way for us to serve our community Every time that we have done it, it has been amazing. And the small groups are super creative and there are some groups that are pretty competitive. So I know our group came up with a pretty amazing theme. I think Beth already shared her group's theme with me. We're not going to share those. But is it scary? No, 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 no. Not allowed to be scary. But we served over a thousand people last year. So we had a thousand bags pre-made and we ran out of bags. So we served over a thousand kids came through the line. So that's amazing. So this is a really big thing, but it will not be successful without your help. Yes. So small groups sign up. And like I said, if for any reason you guys can't be there, we encourage you to be there. But if you can't be, you can donate candy because like Beth said, we served over a thousand kids and we ran out of bags we don't want that to be an issue this year so we need all the candy that we can get so we're going to jump into the intersect right now and we're going to look at the questions and go over some of the verses babe i think you've got one and two i've got one and two yes i do 
Hey, so leaders, I just wanted to chat with you about question number one. Now, I'm guilty of this. At times, I've just kind of blown this question off or said, all right, hey, anybody have any answers for question number one? That's the same every single time. But you know what we're in. We're in Revelation right now, right? So this is an important question. Don't gloss over it. If you can help it, don't skimp on it. It's a way you can get in really deep with what people are thinking about for the last sermon. And it may kind of spark some great conversation. So it's definitely not a throwaway question for Revelation. You don't have to answer their questions, right? Rob, what if I come up and I say, can you tell me the significance of eyes all over wings? If you don't have (laughs) the answer, if you don't have the answer to that, that's okay. You know, write that down. Remember, it's a type of literature that was written that is for describing things, but ultimately it is to inspire faith. Well, and I think something good to remember, too, is Pastor Steve is actually saying with some of the stuff that he's talking about, I'm not sure. I'm not really sure what this means. So if the pastor is saying he's not sure about it, then we're human. How can we understand some of this stuff? (laughs) We're we're not going to have the answers. So So that's the first question. Don't skimp on it. The second question, Revelation is full of scenes of singing. And I think he mentioned, hey, if you don't like singing, you may not like heaven. And I was like, oh, my gosh, are they going to have come? and whistling in heaven because I'm not the greatest singer. I can't hold a tune. I'm off key all the time. I'm a sound guy. So I'm not the greatest singer. So I don't think that's important, right? No. I think it's what is coming out of your heart, not what is coming out of your mouth. Well, the Bible actually talks about a joyful noise. Like it's all a joyful noise. And I don't think we're going to judge each other in heaven. So yeah. So from one of the sound guys at church, if you don't like singing, you may want to dig into that a little bit. Why don't you like singing? Or if uh, somebody that you're leading doesn't like singing, that may be an avenue to discuss that and kind of dig in and ask them why they don't like singing. Or if it's kind of like me, I'm just not good at singing. That's a total another avenue or fork in the road. So this is a great question. It's going to bring up a lot of interesting conversations, I think. So don't skip over this one either. But if they do have hesitation about praise, and worship and singing, ask them why. Yeah. And these are great startup questions. And so what we like to do in small groups is we want to take you on a journey. So we're not going to dive headfirst into the deep end of spiritualness or even digging deeper. And these are great questions to kind of get everybody talking and having conversation. And then the why is so important. And a lot of times in the intersect, we don't write why. And then it's super unfortunate because then it's like, I don't like singing. Like, okay. (laughs) But Uh why? you know and so there's always reasons and reasons just help us to get to know people more so always have the follow-up questions of why I probably ask why on a small group night 30 40 times it's a great way to dig deeper so thanks for sharing that Rob and I would love to hear you hum as long as it's not a a Raiders fight song because I just found out the Raider fan so it would be a sad sad. song right now it would be a sad (laughs) sad song so jumping into the script scriptures with the scriptures the part that you're trying to get out of it is you're answering the question in the very beginning and so it says singing is a significant way to worship God but also there's other ways to worship so take a look at the following verses and write down what else they say about authentic worship and these are really good verses and so the first one in John 4 23 through 24 this is Jesus talking when he's talking to the Samaritan woman at the well and he's talking 
about what real worship is, is worshiping in spirit and truth. And so that it's more than just words. And that's what we're going to start to see through the themes of the scriptures that were picked is that worship is so much more than just singing. Singing is a beautiful part to worship and glorify God. But if it's not really coming out of your heart and it's more coming just out of your mouth, then it's not what God wants. And then going straight into Romans, it's talking about our bodies being a living sacrifice to Jesus. And then through that living sacrifice, we're going to allow God to transform us through the inside out. But it's really that we're giving our bodies, we're giving our life, we're giving everything that we are to God. And so that's your footsteps. Where are your footsteps taking you? Where are your clicks taking you to? Where is your web browser taking you to? How are you worshiping God on the daily And is it with your whole life? Is it with your everything? And then the last scripture there, there was an error. And so I really encourage you guys to make note of this error in your email or text message, the whole group ahead of time. So they can look up the scripture, especially because there is no Amos for 21 through 24. So they're going to be pretty confusing. (laughs) Yeah. And so it'll confuse them. So what we want to do is make sure you let them know ahead of time that it is Amos 5, 21 through 24. And let me tell you, this Mm -hmm. is a very heavy verse. It's heavy passage of scriptures, but it's kind of the culmination of the buildup of the scriptures. So if you go in order, these are the buildup of the scriptures. And this is where it says, I hate all your show and pretense, the hypocrisy of your religious festivals and solemn assemblies. Ouchie. And so right there, it doesn't matter if you're singing and raising your hands, if it's not a reflection of what's really in your heart. Mm. And so if you read that whole thing, it's talking about, I won't accept it. I won't even notice it away with your noisy hymns of praise. I will not listen to it. And then just instead, I want to see a mighty flood of justice and an endless river of righteous living. Mm. And so living to be what our worship song to Jesus should be, our life song should be, is that our lives are reflections of an active worshiping of God. And so that it's not Sunday, 10 a.m., Saturday, 5.45, on the way to the grocery store, throwing on oceans, right? It's really, (laughs) is our whole life a reflection of that? And then asking people, these are great times in there of saying, how does it make you feel reading that, that that's what God wants and desires? Is your life a living sacrifice? These are all great follow-up questions to each scripture of what does spirit and truth, worshiping in spirit and truth even mean? What does it look like? What does it look like for your life on the daily? And not just letting them read the scripture and be like, wow, this is what it says, move on. You know, there's so much heart and passion in there. I mean, you could do the whole small group just on this. So we're going to move on to number four. And I kind of want to chat with you guys about this question. I think that this question is a good one to do during split time, because this is a question that's probably going to go pretty deep. At least it has the potential to do that. We're in week three. And so there's some relationships being made, some connections being made. People are going to feel comfortable to start letting their guard down and probably sharing some stuff with you guys in group, maybe even possibly dropping some bombs. So we don't want you guys as leaders to be unprepared for the things that you might hear when this question is talking about what 
or whoever we look to as most important is who we worship. Life-giving, not life-stealing worship means keeping God on the throne of our lives. So you might have somebody confess some sin that is actually life-stealing. And as a leader, we don't want to be reactive to that. Uh, We want them to understand that we're listening to them and we're hearing them. And it's a big thing for people to confess when they're living and walking in sin. So don't make light of that, but also understand that they're sharing this. So that's also giving you permission as a leader to speak into this and to hold them accountable for the sin, the life stealing thing that they are living in right now. And you're trying to speak into that. And they're like, no, 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 I don't want to talk about it. It's like, nope, sorry, you brought this into the conversation. We're going to talk about this. And as your leader and as your small group, we want to support you and we want to help you. What can we do for you? So just be prepared leaders, because if it hasn't already happened, it probably is going to happen pretty soon. So just be prepared for that. That's great, Brandy. And really in that, why we encourage this in split time is people are more likely to share when it's all women and all men together. They tend to be more vulnerable in those situations. But also guys, what a privilege that you get to sit in with someone sharing that with you. And so I love Brandy's advice on this. Don't be cut off guard. The worst thing you can do is if someone says like, oh man, I'm really struggling. This is the life-stealing thing that I'm idolizing or worshiping right now. The worst thing that you're going to do is like, <gasps> ooh. So just yeah. be really mindful of those reactions. You know? And sometimes it's okay to just say, wow, thank you for sharing. And then afterwards, or even in split time towards the end, if you guys pray together, wow, that was really brave. Thank you so much. You know, you want to acknowledge and appreciate that vulnerability. Definitely. So anything else, Brandy and Rob? No, I think we covered a lot in our little podcast here. We our did. Little podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening every week. Thank you, Brandy and Rob. You guys are honestly just two of my favorite people. And I appreciate you guys Aww. coming and taking <laughs> the so time sweet. to listen. We like you too, Beth. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a wonderful week. As always, please reach out to your coaches. They would love, love to hear from you. Thank you yes. so much. guys. Bye, guys. Bye.